this is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sudabe, and I'm with Jason, the artist behind Wayworld Walls. How are you today? I'm doing good. It's great to be here. I know. It was really great to like actually finally meet you during Shine. I know, right? I know. We were we were talking. It's You know everybody through Instagram yeah. handles and stuff? Yeah. So it's nice to actually put faces to names and stuff. I yeah. know. And it's funny, too, because I, I had messaged you originally about a podcast, and then I saw your name, and I was like, oh, wait, I, like, I know him. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, we need to go like meet him. I was like, because I, I know this one. I recognized the name. I was very happy with myself. Well, I appreciate you guys coming by. Yeah. We had, dude, we had so much fun during Shine. It oh, was, yeah. Uh, it was a good year. Yeah. It was a really good year. Yeah. Lots of really good artists. Lots of um, diversity in the art, too. For sure. For sure. Yeah. There's not one thing that is um, the same or similar. Everybody's got their own styles. Um, yeah. Just the, the, the differences in everybody's artwork. I mean, from 1L to Woes to mm-hmm. Case McLean to mm-hmm. Emily Ding to, yeah. yeah. I mean, our wall as well, my wall. Yeah. Um, it was, I, so many people came by and it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even strike me. Like, I don't think anything of it, right? Like my work is kind of just mm-hmm. my work. Yeah. But so many people came by and were like, we've never seen anything like this before. And as you kind of venture around and we've looked at you know we've ventured around the other murals yeah. and you kind of start to think and you're like I guess there's not right no. like it's kind of cool to be you know to kind of have this down here now so yeah I think the closest that we can maybe come to is when like Chad Mize's like doodle style yes but that's the closest and even then it's not really yeah. similar you're like it's yours is very mathematical I would say yeah it, it's it's a lot of the same, a lot of repeating angles, yes. repeating shapes, clean shapes, clean lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, are you good at math at all? You know, <laughs> basic math, yeah. I guess, to be honest with you, I guess I have to be. If, if, I, if I wasn't, I'd just kind of struggle with the work yeah. that I do. Um, it's basic math, though, right? It's, mm-hmm. you know, take the size of a wall, and if, you, if, if the design that you're doing is symmetrical, you just kind of have to do the division based off of, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's simple math. It's, yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at math at all, so I wouldn't be able to do it. It's a lot of calculations, right? Yeah. Like, I have my notepad open on my phone constantly, like, okay, I, I've got, you know, 15 inches between these lines. Repeat that four times. And so I, I definitely write it down because if I yeah. didn't, I would totally lose myself in places. You know what's funny, too, is they always say that, like, okay, you're either, like, really creative and you're good at, like, art or, like, writing or just creating things or you're mathematical and you're, science, and you're like, science. Typical is not a word, but you're like science. Yeah, science left brain, right brain types. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. In, in a sense, that's not true. I go because, like you just said, like you really have to use a lot of math to figure out the precisions between your lines and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's crazy that you mentioned it. My most of my work, it's it it started in a in that mathematical. It's just simple geometric shapes mm-hmm. and patterns, right? And mm-hmm. then I started to put like like kind of math and precision behind it, some symmetry behind it. And so I feel like I'm diving deeper into being in, I guess, more artistic versus more uh, mathematical or whatnot. I mean, I still kind of, it's, it's definitely still the geometric abstract randomness, but I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I have found, I'm finding myself as an artist more, the more I leave um, the math behind or whatnot. I guess okay. I, I don't know. It's kind of I don't know if that okay. makes any sense. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So like, and then I guess like precision because we were talking to you at your wall and you were saying how like for you it's like precision is like your your focus. You yeah. want it to be like as nice as far away as 
you know, you being up close. Yeah, to absolutely. Why, in a sense, make that your main focus? You know, it, it's it started interior-wise, right? Like, so I started painting interior walls. Okay. And it started in our house. And um, I guess, can I start, like, I guess, like, go yeah. from where I kind of started from? Go for it. It's a, little, it's a little random because, like, most artists will start from, you start on smaller canvases mm -hmm. or you go to school for it and then you slowly grow to these big walls. Yeah. I had never touched a paintbrush before. Well, one other time when I was, like, a, me and some roommates way back in the day painted our apartment. It was a disaster. Okay. Um, but, like, didn't touch a paintbrush for, like, 12 years. Um, in 2018, we bought a little townhouse and it was the first time I've ever owned anything. Aww. And we lived, you know, we live in apartments where you yeah. can't change anything, you can't do anything. Yeah. And so the first thing that I said going in, I was like, Vera, like, this is our home. Like, let's do some craziness to it, right? Like, let's yeah. be as quirky as we want to be yeah. and let's just have fun, right? It's our space. Yeah. And so it started with one random throw tape up and random shapes in the kitchen, fill in the shapes. Okay. And then take it down. But like but after the first one, I took the, the tape down and I saw all the paint had like bled into the walls. And I'm like, it bled into the lines. And I'm uh -huh. like, I don't like that. I want these lines to be like yeah. kind of straight and nice and neat. So I spent another week after taking the tape down, going through with white paint and straightening out the lines. So that's where it kind of started from. Okay. Something in my mind was like, this is not good enough with the like the little bleeding the the paint that had bled under the tape or whatnot mm -hmm. like i need to go and clean this up yeah and so one room to the next room to the next room and i just started doing rooms around our house and then my neighbors started to get wind of it and so it was kind of weird this was about september 2018 painted the kitchen then painted my office um, and then we painted the rest of our house and whatnot and by december people were like this is really cool mm -hmm can you do this for us? And I, it was re request after request. And I was like, uh. So in December, I'm like, maybe I should start a business. Yeah. And December 18, and then went to went Christmas holidays. Time passed. I didn't paint anything probably for five or six months. And then people started to ask again. And I was going through a kind of a rough time in my life. Okay. Um, a little dealing with some depression. Yeah. You know, dealing with, I guess, trying to address trauma that had kind of happened as a child. Yeah. And so I started to get back into the painting okay. through that. Um, so it was a way for me to kind of release, right? Mm -hmm. It's like an artistic expression, yeah. like idle hands, what's the saying? Like idle hands or whatever. Like so, some, Yeah, it something was like that. basically like to take my time, focus it somewhere productive. And so I started painting more rooms in our house and then I started to paint our neighbor's houses and one neighbor led to the next. And it just kind of spread from you there. Like a neighborhood of like about eight houses in our neighborhood right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of cool, and it's so we live in like little townhouse units, and so our building, I think it's like six or seven units in our building. I think I've got like five out of the seven in just our unit, and then a couple of others around the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah, it's super cool. It's super cool. If you guys have like a main office, you should just go and be like, look, just let me paint the entire like yeah. complex. Yeah. But it, it all started with like the painter's tape, to be honest mm -hmm. with you, right? It's, I would, I realize I can do, it's like, I'm not that artistic, but I was like, I can do different shapes with the painter's tape and make clean lines and stuff like that. And so over time, my thing is like trying to grow each time. I wanna, mm -hmm. I, I tell everybody like, I wanna learn something from every job. Like I wanna okay. learn something from every wall that I paint, take something away that I can use to the next. And it, so it was essentially just growth um, and I would, take the tape to another wall and I'd be like let me try this let me try this a little bit more difficult and then so simple math turned into a little bit mm -hmm. more math turned into a little bit more math and then you're just like full-on like division and you know dividing the, the, the wall up so that you can 
you know. So yeah, it started on walls, and I've recently just gotten into painting skateboards and painting on canvases, right? Like I never, so I kind of went backwards. Yeah, I started on started big really walls, big. yeah, and then scale, and then I've slowly scaled it down. Yeah. So then, like, was art always something you were interested in, or did you really kind of come into art really late into your life? It's kind of crazy. So. It's it's it seems like it's come late in life, but it, okay. I, the the more I think about it, I guess it, it hasn't, right? I'm a military brat. I grew up in okay. Germany oh, while cool. my dad served in the Air Force. Um, and Germans, you see murals on the sides of apartment buildings. There, it's it's lots of museums. So we always were going to museums and stuff as kids. Field trips from school. Mm-hmm. So art has always been a part of my life. I took art history in high school. Loved it, you know. And so we would travel around and my parents would always take us, if we'd go to some random country, there'd always be something that we'd have to see architecture-wise, mm-hmm. art-wise, you know. Um, you go to Amsterdam, right? And most people wanna go for the drugs, right? Yeah. We go and it's like, that's cool, but like, let's go to the Rembrandt Museum. Let's mm-hmm. go to the Van Gogh Museum, right? It's so like so- So they establish that love of art in you. It just yes. manifested later in life. It's crazy, yeah, it did. And, yeah. and so painted a little bit in like school, little elementary yeah. school projects or whatnot completely put it away. Went to work, went to college. I start getting into you know my job as a project manager. And um, it just, it, it kind of just went away, right? And then it kind of, and then it slowly has started to kind of come back, yeah. yeah. It's funny too how like dealing with like trauma and mental illness like will bring you back in a sense to something that maybe you should have been doing all along. Dude, it's it's really crazy. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what, I never really, I never really thought about it, but I, it's the, for the last couple of years, I'm more happy than I've ever been when I'm painting. I'm more, uh, yeah, I'm more happy than I've ever been painting. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm painting a wall or something or skateboards or whatever, it's like, it's me and that canvas. There's a, I, I it's, it's a way for me to kind of expel all the, the, you know, the negative thoughts that you might've yeah. had. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's just peace, right? Like, you're not dealing with anybody else. You don't have no. to deal with anybody's BS. You don't have to deal with your own BS, right? It's like you and this canvas and whatever you want to do with it. Um, so, yeah, it's crazy. It, it kind of started from there, yeah. You can, And you can take your frustrations and all your pain and your anger out, on a sense, on a canvas. And yeah. it's like you're not really hurting anything. Yeah. You know, it's you're not lashing out at the people you love. You're not lashing out you know, physically on yourself. For like, sure. It's like, it's you're allowed to just beat it up. You got it, you got it. And it, you know, there's, it's, it's also crazy how like, life comes and goes, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a constant ride, right? You're gonna yeah. have highs, you're gonna have lows, right? But it's trying to maintain a balance there somewhere. Yep. I have, over the last year, it's kind of crazy. The, some of my best work is when I might be having some of the toughest times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 I, and I, in the moment, you don't think about it, right? But you look back. And I look back at like, over the last couple of years, it's been crazy with COVID. I, since we don't do much anymore, I account for my time based off of what I was doing okay. at that time. Like what painting, like what I was, How, what I was yeah. working on or whatnot. Right. So in the moment, you might not remember. I might not like realize I'm struggling with something or going through something, right? Mm-hmm. But the art kind of helps me deal with it, right? I'm not taking it out on anybody else. Yep. Um, I'm not taking it out of myself like you just mentioned, right? And I don't realize it in the moment, but you'll go back and look at posts or you look at like work that you did six, seven, eight months ago and you're like, dude, that was really good. And it's you're like, that was when that was going on and that was when that was yeah. going on. So it's really crazy. It's, uh, it's, I feel like the, uh, yeah, almost the more, the more I try to dive into myself and like process and kind of deal with my own stuff, 
is when some of the best work kind of comes yeah, out. Yeah, we get the best art out of yeah. our creatives, which is like kind of sad too. Like I kind of look at like art sometimes or like when people like, just anytime there's something created and I look at it and I'm just kind of like, how much pain were you in when you did that? Yeah. And then it brings a whole new layer to that piece because it's just like, you know, oh, it's a, it's a beautiful sea turtle. And I'm like, okay, but that person was probably at their lowest when they did this beautiful piece. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes you can see it in the work, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes you can see it in the work. It's, yeah. it's a little crazy. Mental health, man. I know. It's a crazy thing, right? And it's therapy helps, but it's like my art has done more for me than I've ever even realized it, yeah. right? It's like I, I never realized I needed it until it kind of started and then it clicks and then you're just like okay let me paint walls like let yeah. me just get away you know i was um yeah i so, something i mean i went through a little bout of depression i would say i mean it's been it was about the three years i was working for my father for sure and i completely stopped training completely and i'm looking back now and i'm like you know like training and and fighting and just working out was the best thing for me. Yeah. And I let that slip and now I can't get back into it. It's it's hard and to, you know, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I never should have let that slip. Yeah. Never. It's never too late, but it, no, but it, yeah. it, it, it is an uphill battle to get yeah. back for sure. My dad for sure. was right. He's probably laughing at me uh, in heaven right now. You know, <laughs> yeah, of course I was right. But, um, you know, he was right. He goes, it's, once you let it go, it's very hard to get back in. Yeah. And yeah. dad was right. Yeah. I know wow. it's it's the craziest thing as you get older I look back and it's like I am my parents now and I hate myself for it but at the same time I laugh because I'm like dude they told me this would happen and I didn't yeah. believe them you know my goal was I always wanted to be like my father but I wanted to be scarier okay because okay. my, my well, dad my dad was a professional fighter he was a scary man intimidating like, dude yeah. and I was like I'm gonna be scarier than my dad and my poor mother was like, no, Sudabe, like, that's not the route you need to go. You know, she always used to tell me, she goes, it's okay to be fem feminine and like, you know, and, and good for her too, because I feel like I have that nice balance of for sure. being feminine, but also being very strong. It's like, still like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I so, will. Sorry. No, no you're okay, fine. Okay. I will still kill you. Yeah. It's like, don't mess with me. Yeah. Like all of my little sister's little friends, like, especially the boys, I'll look at them and be like, I'm not scared of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. they complained her all the time, like your sister's really scary. And I'm like, good. Good, that's a and good I'm thing. Like, yeah. That way, I hope you remember my face and my voice when you decide that you want to mess with her. Absolutely. I go because I will find you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love that. I'm not scared of jail. It's like, okay, well, there's no limits to Sadabe. Yeah, know? I'm not. It's like, let me treat her right. Let me treat her right. <laughs> she's already said she's not scared to go to jail. Usually, that's what people are scared of. Oh, but no, I'm not. So. How did you get the name then Wayward Walls? Craziness. So it, it's like like we were talking earlier. I, it started as a, even before I knew, I, before I found myself more artistically, mm -hmm. it started as a business. I was like, yeah. I need a place to put my, I need a place to put some of the money that I'm making off of like painting walls for these neighbors. Let's just start something fun, right? And I went through probably 60, 70 names and they all were like, you know, geometric line art or tape art. It was, I know, I know, crazy, yeah. crazy bland. Like I went through 50 or 60 names, you know, and just looking through these names and it's like, I always came back to the word walls. Uh-huh. And it, it didn't even realize it until afterwards that it's like, this sounds like Wynwood walls, like in Miami. But I was, com that was completely out of my mindset uh -huh. while I'm trying to create this. It was like geometric walls or... 
um, you know, wayward geometric patterns or geo something. Yeah. And after all these wayward stuck, I kept sticking with walls and then I was like, what's a word that can be like random, mm -hmm. random shaped, random patterned, and wayward just kind of stuck. And I liked yeah. it and I, I kind of tested it with a couple of people, my family, you know, some friends. It's like, do you guys like this? Do you think this sounds cool? And I didn't just want to make a company off of uh, like my name mm -hmm. because oh. I wanted to just in case if it goes anywhere and you know we start bringing other people on mm -hmm. or Vera who's she's my introverted girlfriend I love her to death she's a super good artist but she is kind of she's she's kind of pulled yes. back she doesn't like to put herself out there yeah. a lot and so I'm like Vera when you're ready you know you can come in and we can start selling your work through the company as well right so I wanted something where it wasn't just my name mm -hmm. artist or something um, it was like kind of just a, a structure to the business side yeah of things and so wayward walls just kind of stuck yeah it will allow more collaboration too and it won't put you in a very niche area for sure yeah you know like yeah. you said like if you bring in and you sell her art it's not weird it's exactly not confusing yeah to the consumer yeah so good job there I, sure. I like it much wayward walls is a very appreciate it's a very it. catchy name appreciate it's, it. It, it i mean it caught it caught my attention you know because like i said earlier like you know i had messaged you months 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 before shine and then I saw your the wayward walls mm -hmm. before I saw your name, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it was it was the way I was like, oh wait, I was like, I I know him. Yeah, like, that's man. It's yeah, I and I it's it's grown over time. I love the name too, but like I love it more now than I did when I when I created it. Okay. Like when when I came up with it, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of grown, and it's and my art as it grows it's going into this wayward random yeah. it's like so it's it's still fit you know it still fits so it's it's super cool i've i've, I've been enjoying it it's yeah. a good vibe yeah and then like you use just strictly like kind of paint right do you have you ever dabbled with spray paint or no i have not yeah okay. acrylic paint mostly yeah i okay. i more people now tell me i need to start looking into spray paint than have, have ever had in the past so it's been something that I'm like I'm not I'm not against it you know mm -hmm. it's just I, I guess it's my growth my uh, you yeah. know my my path down you know finding myself as an artist so like I'll probably in the near future try to start incorporating just a little spray painting to like shadow out mm -hmm. you know to make dimension to pull dimension in some of my yeah. lines and stuff but like um, for the most part yeah just acrylics brushes rollers um, I, I don't spray paint yeah and I don't spray I guess like what do you like basic sprayers or whatnot for oh like, yeah those like little, yeah, yeah yeah no so it's it's just I roll and and, and brush mm -hmm. it's okay I prefer acrylic too we dabbled in a spray paint and it's really cool but like there's too much to it if that makes sense I hear like, you yeah. you know like how you're moving what type of cap you use I hear like you. different paint like you know like I'm always getting it all over myself it's really hard to get out yeah I don't like this might be controversial but I don't like spray paint. You can get some of the most beautiful colors with spray paint, and that's what pisses me off. But like, just I just feel it's so tedious. And then if I spray something the wrong way, and I feel like I can't fix it, then I don't want to use it anymore. So yeah. I've just wasted so many like potential like pieces for sure because I just get pissed with how it turns out. So I do per I personally, I prefer acrylics for sure. You're you hit the nail on the head. Like the the factors that go into being a good spray painter, you know? know, it's tough. So like I give, dude, these some of these guys who deal strictly with spray paint, and they're coming up with these organic portraits and these amazing murals. It's like, dude, that's impressive as shit to me. I know. I can't do that. You know, it is uh, the way 
the way somebody can be, you know, a foot away from a wall that's 400 feet and they're spraying tiny little mm -hmm. details into somebody's finger or mm -hmm. to somebody's face. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. That's so impressive to me, I right? Um, but only I could never. I, must, I probably sound like a hater right now, like, but like, you know, I only hate it because I can't do it. Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, like, I, like, I just, I, I don't know how, and I don't have the patience to like, just sit there and do it. Like, you know, I'm not selling my art. I just want to like, make stuff for the fun of it. Give it away. I hear you. Yeah. You know, so it's just kind of like, I don't, there's no need for me to yeah. love spray paint. Maybe yeah. one day down the road. It's uh, it's it's crazy. So like, I I see spray paint, and during Shine, this happened. I would go to somebody's wall, and it's like, dude, this like, it's incredible, you know? Like, I don't understand how you can do this with a can, and just different caps, and like the 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 cleanliness of these lines. Like somebody like Ricky Watts, right? Like all spray paint, crisp lines, amazing shapes. It's like, dude, I don't get that, right? Like. I'd be able to do something like this with acrylics, but it would take me 10 times as long. Yeah. But the way he can bang out these walls and these pretty patterns and such, know. you know. And then on the opposite side, they'll see my work and be like, dude, I don't understand how you do this. And so it's kind of, it, it's a little crazy to me because like, I think of my stuff as pretty basic, you know? It's like, it's like as, as long as you have some simple math and you can kind of draw out random shapes and just kind of make sure that they're clean, to me, this makes sense, but like to them, my work doesn't make sense, and so and vice versa, their work doesn't make sense to me. But it's uh, yeah, I'm not against spray painting. It's just um, it's a medium I am figure. Yeah. I'm, I I have to figure out right, and I'm I'm the type of person. It's like I'm not gonna bring it into the wild or into somebody's until home until I'm good. I'm mm -hmm. a perfectionist. Yes, and it's got to be good. I've yes. got to be ready to take it out to show folks. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I think. It it's funny too how you think your art is so simple, but like when I'm looking at it, like yeah, it's just shapes and lines, but you have to think too, like the way you place things is very unique. For sure. And like how you're placing them is creating this very like intricate like maze. And then the way you use colors too is very interesting. You know, so like it's not like, don't, you know, don't downplay it too much because it, it's it's not simple. I would never for sure. I would never be able to. Like I can draw straight. Like I can attempt to draw a shape line and everything, but the way you place things and the colors you use, I would not be able to replicate the same thing. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's I have to. I have had to recently start. St I have, I've had to stop calling it simple because, to me, it's like it's it's not. I guess I look at organic portraits and like like mm -hmm. a, like the fawn that Emily Ding painted on the wall. It's like, dude, I can't. I could. It would take me a hundred years to do something like that, and it wouldn't look half as good, you know. But so I've had to. So that's what kind of impresses me mm -hmm. artistically, you know. But I have I've had to get used to realizing that my art is way different. I can't compare yeah. them, you know. No, you can't. And so I have to stop calling my work simple. Vera's the one who has to kind of remind me. She's like, dude, your work Aww. is really good. Like. Stop saying you're basic. Stop saying you're simple, right? Like it's we love it's impressive. A Dude, for sure. She I'm, she sees and she's seen it grow from nothing yeah. to where it is now too. And she's my biggest fan, dude. Aww. I absolutely love and it. And it sounds like it sounds like she's like, is she like it sounds like she's also like an artist. And she she's, is. And I has she been doing it like longer than you have? Or? Yeah. So she paints she started painting probably what, fifteen years ago, I'd say. Okay, so she has a little bit of like a more background yeah. and stuff. She likes painting faces, women's faces, women's in different styles and stuff. Oh. So she's got, I mean, dude, a collection at home that I'm like, bro, let me sell these for yeah. you. And she's like, I don't want to put this out there. I don't like this and I don't like that. And I'm like, baby, this is so, so good. But I'm I'm moving her 
closer. Yeah. She's more comfortable now than she ever has been with like, I think I want to start putting some stuff out there for folks. And so I tell her, it's like, whenever you're ready, right? Like, she, I'm the extrovert in the relationship. I'm the one that's trying to force her out. Yeah, and she's she, the she's one so that's cool. like, what's she's, she does it because she loves it. Yeah. She paints it, it's beautiful to her, and then it's gonna go in the corner and it, may, and it may not ever get seen again and I have to pull it out. So what we've done in our house, is I we have a whole gallery wall of like her paintings, our pictures. I like to take pictures when we're on vacation and stuff. Um, and we'll buy art from other artists when we're mm -hmm. in, in different countries or whatever. So we have like, and I'll you show you a picture. Have a collection. It's a whole gallery wall of like paintings that she's done, pictures that I've taken, um, boards that I've painted. I that's so much. Yeah, and it's so and it spans, but it's like 15 feet. It's like our entire wall. yeah, for sure. But our collection grows. So like the one that's the current, I guess the current iteration of the wall has been up there for about two years, and okay. we're getting ready to we're gonna take a few pieces down, replace them with new pieces and stuff okay. because things start to grow, right? Like yeah. you buy you buy pieces, you meet new people, you find new artists that you like, and so you want to incorporate their work into into stuff. So I'll show you a picture of what it looks like, but yeah, that's it's, uh, awesome. I'm excited. So I mean, yeah, and it's good too because like she has like in a sense a little bit more artistic background, so like she's there to like pump you up, you know, like dude, yeah. We love supportive relationships, don't we? <laughs> it is. Oh, dude, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's her mind comes from the artist. My mind. I started as almost a painter, right? It's mm -hmm. like I would paint folks' houses and then add a tiny bit of art here. Yeah tiny bit of art there so like I had to learn how to be a good painter mm -hmm. she's already a good artist and so over time she's she has taught me or color theory random things like color theory okay. or like helping me out with you know try new things like this right like the um, I do a little bit of like optical illusion art you know okay. random things like that mm -hmm. she's the one who last summer pushed me into that she's like dude try this and I'm like Aww. And I'm like, so I cut out a little canvas in my garage and I start doing things and I'm like, I like this a lot, right? Like, so I just, I grow with it, right? But she plants these seeds for me mm -hmm. and then waits for them to water and then I'm the one who yeah. kind of has to, I, I'll grow them and figure them out and it's cool, dude. It's So yeah. I had to learn how to be a good painter and after being a good painter, she has helped me grow as an artist with her, you know, with her skills and it's a, it's, it's, it's a match made, dude. Find it, like... It's not something that you go after, right? Like, I, the mural that we did for Shine, a year ago, two years ago, this was not my mindset. Like, my focus was to go out and be a painter and make money on the side. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing, I guess, even before the design walls or the accent walls, uh -huh. I just like transformation. Okay. So, even just changing the color of one wall, changing it from white to a blue to match somebody's interior furniture or something like that. I like just the idea of transformation. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where the business set out to start is just like different walls. That's it's I can paint your whole house one color if you want, right? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you straight up that that's not going to look good. You have a style that you want to incorporate on your walls. Mm -hmm. You live once, enjoy the space that you yeah, live in. Yeah, we don't want one color anymore. I mean, I'm not hating yeah, exactly. on one colors, but like, let's spice it up. It's 2021. You we just went through a pandemic. Exactly. The world is dying. Exactly. Like, let's fucking spice we it up. We need some color and no more white, bland, light gray, beige walls. You know, yeah. with, you know, it's, I, I, you know, I respect interior design and whatnot, but it's like it's always, it's always a focus on the furniture. And you know the, the the I guess the pieces in the room as opposed to the room itself, yeah. right? Like so, the name of the company is Wayward Walls and Interiors. I stick okay. with just the walls part, like uh -huh. but the LLC is and Interiors. Oh. And the idea was like maybe in the future we could go into that, 
into interior design. I like that. But it focused on like the interior design has to start, at least in my mind, on your walls, right? I'm gonna get an idea of your style. What type of furniture do you have mm -hmm. in here? What type, what are you into? What type of art are you into? And then from there, help you kind of design, craft some walls. And then from there, you can fill the, fill the space with pieces that match your walls. Yeah, okay, you know? so when I get a house, I can be your Dude, first let me customer. know, let me know, for yeah, sure. Like, I like, honestly, just like, when I get a house, I just wanna be like, okay, uh, I have a house and walls. Um, anyone who wants to come by and just shoot the shit on my house, go for it. Yeah. Like, it's free reign. Yeah, okay? that's, that's kind of what happened to us. Like, bought the house, it's all white walls. And I know we hated it, we were gonna do something else. But you start going from room to room, and this is the thing, all of my neighbors, we would paint, right? And our neighbors would be like, oh, I hate painting. I hate painting this, I hate painting that. And I, and I realized I'm like, and even Vera, she hates just normal painting, right? Mm -hmm. But I would go around painting the room and stuff, and I'm like, dude, I love this. Yeah. So that was another kind of piece for my head. I was like, everybody hates doing this, but I like it. Mm -hmm. So here's an, there's, an, there's something here that I can yeah. maybe like take advantage of, yeah. right? You know what? If people just want you to paint one color, take them for the Dude, money. Dude, if you're gonna paint me, exactly, yeah, for sure. Take the money yeah, and run. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll die a little bit inside, but I'll paint one color. For sure. Um, it sucks when you try to convince when you try to convince somebody mm -hmm. of what to do. You try to convince somebody, you know, this would look good in your interior yeah. spaces. Um, but I did want to talk about your piece at sure, Shine cool. and what your inspiration was like doing that and just like how did it feel for you to actually be a part of Shine this year? Incredible. So, I, it completely out of the blue, got reached out to by Michelle. Nice. I, it was it was so out of the blue. I'm I you know I was mentioning it, it's like I kind of downplay my work, right? Mm -hmm. I I was still at a point mentally where it's like I'm not anywhere close to this, right? Like the people that come out for Shine that get invited to Shine, these are world class artists even the local folks are world-class artists yeah. on a local level right they're just the work is so pristine and so good i just i never ex put myself at that level mm -hmm. so to get the call was like out of the blue incredible and at, 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 at the same time i was not going to turn it down so immediately it was like absolutely like i'm the type that will figure it out it's like i yeah. might not be ready today but i know i've got about five months to figure it out mm -hmm. Did so, they really like plan that far ahead? It was, uh, did I plan that far ahead? Or the shine people? Yeah, no, I got reached out to I th May or June. Oh, wow. I think May or June, yeah. So they're sitting on that info for a while. Yeah, oh, and, and, we can't, and then we can't say anything yeah. either. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could never. <laughs> oh my God, I could never. Good for, kudos. Yeah. For sure, for sure. It was, it was May, yeah, May or June, I think more June-ish, but yeah. So had that information. And so from that point forward, I had started to, for my clients, it's difficult to have them envision sometimes um, what I'm going to do for their spaces. So I've started to take pictures of their spaces and then mock up quick little drafts on okay. Adobe Illustrator, you know. just So I started to do just quick mock-ups for clients. And so I got a picture of the wall that I was going to be painting. And I was like, I can start doodling on here and figuring out what I want to do. So I have also started to incorporate some of my art through Illustrator. Mm -hmm. I'll throw up things on Illustrator and just play around with lines and colors and shapes and be like, that looks cool. That could look really cool on that wall. And then actually translate it onto paint. Nice. Um, so for a couple of months, I sat at home each night and just kind of, I mean, in between other clients' work and stuff, like I just kind of draw on the wall and just kind of put some shapes here. I probably went through two or three drafts of the shine mural before we actually came up with the final thing and I'm like this is the one like this yeah. is this is gonna be it you know 
Um, but yeah, no, just an incredible experience. We, it's the biggest wall we've ever painted. The okay. biggest, the biggest wall I've ever painted, um, probably by three or four times. Like it oh, was, wow. it was a massive jump. And the crazy thing about it is Michelle sent us the wall. She sends me the wall and I see it and like, lets me know like you can split this however you want it, right? You don't have to paint the whole thing. Cause like around the corner you can split and just do the top half. The mm -hmm. wall was separated in a way where I could segment it and it would still look like a cohesive piece. Mm -hmm. And my ass was just like, nope, I'm gonna paint the whole thing corner to corner to corner and we're just gonna go crazy with yeah. it, right? Um, and then you get there and you're like, okay, this is gonna take a little bit of yeah, time, this you know? Is, yeah, it was a big wall. I knew I could do it. I knew we could do it. I knew it would just take time. And um, I'm, in my, my project manager brain, I was like, if we work at least this many hours a day, you know, we can split it between, we've got nine whole days to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have to grind it out. Some of these artists, some of these guys, they are, you know, they're hustlers. They'll go out there 12, 14, 16 hours a day and just grind it out. They work and then they go to sleep and then they'll go back to mm -hmm. work. Well, Greg Mike, he had Dude. to come early yeah. because he had to go to another, uh, another show. Mm -hmm. And he, yeah, he had to sit out there and grind it out. Him and the dudes that helped him, um, I, th I forget, is it Matt Parks? Matt Parks? Whoever helped them, yeah. the, the couple of guys that helped Greg Mike, dude, I don't, I think they banged that wall out in like five days. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's also impressive to me is the, the way that these guys can knock out these murals that mm -hmm. quick. I'm slow and deliberate and I like to take my time and it's like, well, you know, I I'll sit if, if, if an angle doesn't measure up or line up to where, where it's supposed to sit to, I'll sit in one spot for an hour trying to figure out and make sure it's correct yeah. before I keep going, right? It's my lines. My lines have to be correct, and then it's basically fill in the paint, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll sit there, but, like, the way that these guys can just knock out work so fast. It's crazy. It's impressive. It's so yeah. impressive, you know? They're super professionals, you know? That's, there's a reason they are who they are and mm -hmm. where they're at. It's exactly. Because it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a skill, man. It is a, it's, but I've also realized what Shine taught me, like I mentioned earlier, I mm -hmm. try to learn something or take a learning lesson out of each job that we get or each job that I get or whatnot. Um, with Shine, I realized that you're an artist before you hit that mural wall because you're trying, you know, what am I going to put on here? And, you know, but once you touch that wall with your pencil or mm -hmm. your, you know, your doodle grid or whatnot, you turn into a manual laborer, dude. It is, it's hard. Yes. It's hard work. You guys are in the sun. You're having to deal with the weather. You're having to deal with like wind, yeah. you know, mechanical issues. Like there's just so much yeah. that you guys have to deal with that I don't think people realize. They're like, oh, they're just painting. And I'm like, okay. You but have like, no idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, what if you have, what if you want to work at night and then you have to get light? Got to get light. Yeah. You know. How are you going to get power out here if you're out, you know, somewhere without power? Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. It's it's re it's really really yeah. hard. You know, that's like, dude, this way it like makes me so mad when like people have something like nasty to say, and I'm like, dude, you go do it, and like then maybe you'll know. Yeah. What what happens? I swear. So we were. I'm. It was day two or three, and I'm still. It took me three days just to finish the lines on the wall. God, I imagine. And so I'm, it's day three and I'm, I'm doing my lines or whatnot. Vera's starting to paint in the corner a little bit. 
and a guy came around and I guess him and his wife were going around to the murals and seeing mm -hmm. and some of these guys the way that they're they can bang out this work quick yeah they throw paint up early and then detail on the back end yes where my work is the complete opposite I have to detail those lines those lines have to be perfect first and then the paint comes afterwards mm -hmm. so people would come and you know one guy kind of stood out it was a couple and, and he looks at the wall and he comes around and he sees my lines are just it's red pencil but very fine red pencil yes on this big wall you can barely see it so he comes around the corner and he's like so looks like you're dealing with some artist block and I, I was like I wanted to get frustrated and I'm like I'm like no just drawing I'm like you have no idea what you have no idea how long I've been on this wall measuring out lines exactly. you know angling things and just making sure that this this will this will fit these you know everything is symmetrical and it looks fine and but yeah, so it, it people they don't they don't get it. But I learned so much there too. I we've painted outside. We were uh, invited to paint uh, one of the letters in the Black Lives Matter mural okay. last year. Nice. So that was my first exposure to Shine. Met Janae Preby through that. Um, a bunch of folks. So like we actually, it's kind of awesome, dude. We painted next to we were the Ellen Lives. Okay. And Laura Spencer, Miss Crit, was the I. So we met Laura then. Next to the V was um, James, James E, James Hartzell, okay, yes. art by James E. Yes. So we met James, met Eric Hornsby, artist Esh, and just, oh, so that was- All really good people to meet. Dude, <laughs> all in the same, we were in the same lives, right? Mm -hmm. Jujmo, so Cheryl's at, at the front of the B, um, Daniel Barrojas is in the back in the R. We were, I met so many people, mm -hmm. we met a lot of people there, super cool folks. Yeah. Um, and it was so that was our first exposure to the art scene in Tampa Bay, you know, um, and so from that just kind of kept the connections. And I think that's why I might have gotten the call. I think Janae just kind of mm -hmm. uh, kind of kept me in her mind or whatnot. But nice. dude, she's that's she's great. awesome, dude. She everybody over there at Shine is are, is super cool. But that's uh, great. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's good. I really like this year that we did see like a lot of like locals. You know, and like I, I understand like why they pull in the internationals and the national artists, and I don't hate that because yeah. you know we have some pieces that people dream of having, Dude. like Woes's pandas. They've been all over the world, and now the we world, have one yeah. in Saint Pete. The Case McLean piece now yes. in Saint Pete. That thing is amazing. I know. Yeah. Or just having Ricky Watts return. Like you I got like it. I love yeah. I love Ricky Watts' yeah. stuff, and he's so nice. He's so kind. The and uh, you, most awesome. And you can meet people you probably never would have met before, but I. Like I'm the person that I sometimes worry that when you're trying to bring in this outside attention that sometimes your local people get pushed out. You got it. You know, and I I like that this year it was really balanced. You know, and I'm like this this could be like the future where yeah. you can bring in these outside people but still really recognize the half and the your half. Locals. You yes. know, it was I think it was yeah, beautiful. I it was I because agree. dude the locals showed out, bro. Yes. Reed Jenkins, Miss oh. Crit, Laura, Jennifer Shanley. Like these walls, dude, are um I forget, Samoan Mike. Yes, um, Jared Wright. Jared too. Wright, dude. I I just everybody showed yeah. out. It was incredible. Yeah. And it stood up, if not surpassed some of these I can't say surpass, I guess every, it's all it's all interpreted you know, however it you stood interpret up it. Next but, to some of these national and international artists. Correct. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And some of the artists we have here too are national artists. Like, you know, uh, Zulu Painter. He was all dude, over he's all the over the place. He's all over he's, yeah. when is he ever yeah. in the in town? Yeah. Like I remember asking him, like, you know, I'd love to talk to him. The podcast he's like love your idea he goes but i'm just so busy when right I, now yeah, yeah. and i'm like you know what sad but i'm but not hate i love not. the fact that you're busy you got it that's how you should you be. got it 
that's how you should be. You got it. So, you know, I, I, I do appreciate all of you guys, like, for coming and talking to me, because it is a large chunk out of your day. And I go, Absolutely. you know, but there's some people on my list, and I'm like, to the moment we're, you get free time, and I'm like, let me insert myself in we are all We are all helping each other. Exactly. You know? You know, we'll help you with your podcast. You'll help us with, you know, exactly. with just exposure. It's, it's collaborative. You got it. Which is how I want to, like, live my life in collaboration. Yeah. And I think that's why I stayed with Starbucks for so long. I go, because at the end of the day, like, look, bro, when you have a line wrapped around the building and you have 30-minute wait times, I go, y'all got to work together. To yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. For you sure. You know, like, there's just been so many moments of just, like, collaboration and like teamwork and like love and I think that's why I stayed there for so long yeah um it took one person to ruin it but whatever. it's always one it's always one you know it's it uh yeah yeah one there's bad one that you're like you're like dude bunch. you know I've gotten so many people and you're the one that makes that's that's yeah. gonna push me but thank you for pushing me you know? exactly because like now you know now I'm doing something and I'm like waking up and you know and I'm like I get to like live my day for me a hundred percent and that's how I want yeah. my life to live. It's it's cool. I'm still I'm still battling that struggle where I yeah. still have my day job nice. and wayward okay. is still you know a side thing. But it's to the point now where my time is being pulled mm-hmm. both directions and there's a fork in the road coming and I know which path I'm taking. Yeah. It's just I it just has to get there naturally, you know. Exactly. Um, and I know I know where it's going and I just want to be yeah. sure when I set sail, you know, I'm I'm the hustler. I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make sure things exactly. are good. But it's like I want to make sure when we set sail on my own and this becomes, you know, full-time permanent everything, yeah. that we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're floating a little bit. We're doing exactly. all right. But, you know, yeah. but still get it. It's, I still understand. It will be, there's highs and there's lows in it, right? There oh, are going to yeah. be some times where it's like you better penny, penny pinch and crunch some numbers real tight because the budget is getting thin, you know? And then there's going to be some times where it's like, oh, it's cool. Like, yeah. we're, we're doing all right, you know? And, like, social media, it does a hard... I was talking to um, Artist Esh about this, where it's, like, on social media, you're just seeing all the positive. You don't realize all of the stuff that's happening in the back, how many no's you receive, how many times where you felt passed up for something or you feel left out, all the arguments. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just... No one one knows. Nobody. And it's, it's crazy. There are very few people who can put that out there in a way where it doesn't look bad, I guess. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, you have to, it's, it's exposing this information to like, to your social media following that mm-hmm. like, it is a, we're grinding out here, you know? Yeah. It's like these jobs that I get, I have to work my ass off for them, mm-hmm. or I have to do a little bit of you know convincing. You've got to learn how to sell a little bit. I never saw myself as a salesman. I've had to learn how to sell myself yep. and start, you know, and, and it's not that it's, it's not that it's that difficult, but it's, I'm just not that, I, I, before this, I was not that type of guy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's trying to sell yourself, but it's, the art helps, the work helps, you know, once, the bigger your portfolio gets, the easier it is to be cut, to sell folks and just yeah. let them know, like, I can create, I can craft your vision, right? Like, um, but it's, yeah, yeah. I think that's like the one thing that I want St. Peter's super cool to like really hone in on people is how hard it is and how the consumer is seeing the positive and the end product and they need to understand. And yeah. I guess I, I guess too that's what this podcast is trying to do is they need to see and they need to understand the person behind it yeah. and the struggle and the highs and the lows. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, like all the pieces I have in my house, like I have I have a few pieces from some of the artists, you know, and like I look at that and I'm like, oh dude, like I know your struggle. 
And again, like that piece in a hole is a whole new meaning. Yeah. You know, art is interpretation. You know, I guess like that's kind of to me, art is is just one of those things where everybody has their own style and their own individual style. It's 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 interpretation, and then from that interpretation, mm-hmm. inspiration for the next the yep. next level. Right. It's like. In my opinion, art shouldn't be something that doesn't end here. If you see a pretty mural on a wall, mm-hmm. that should, and you're an artist, that should inspire you to do something, to do something new, yep. so that you can inspire the next person. That can inspire the next person. Yep. It's, it's in, you're going to interpret it your way, and then you can take it however you want, and then inspire the next people. And I think it's just, it's an ever. That's kind of what art is to me. It's just this ever growing. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an it's an ever growing th- an ever growing what am I trying to say like an ever growing piece of inspiration or just yeah. I guess yeah no that's a good way to put it too you know and like like dude my biggest concern is that that's gonna die like we're putting so much pressure on this rat race and and you know like we're like art and the humanities and literature like it no one really cares about that like when when my sister like told me she goes art isn't that big there's not money in it it's not lucrative. And I'm thinking to myself, and I go, oh my god, you don't even know. It's like, there's more money in it now than there ever has been. Exactly. And I'm yeah. like, but that doesn't that's mean what it's we're teaching. Easy. That's what we're yeah. teaching the youth. Yeah. That's what we're teaching them. And it's like you said, art helped you through your, your biggest struggles. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, am I taking away that outlet for, for her? Like, yeah. is, you know, like, it kind of scares me. Yeah. You know, like, she, and she just told me, she's like, she got 100 on her essay, writing about, you know, her, our dad's death. And... And she read it to me, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, you could be a writer. And I asked her, I go, do you like writing? That's art. That exactly, is art. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know, and I asked her, do you like to write? Is this something you're interested in? And she's like, nah. And I'm like, but you have that you have that potential. Yeah. And I'm, I try to back off because I can be pushing. Plant them. the seeds. Exactly. And she'll have to, she has to water exactly. them, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I go, but, you know, like, you know, I like. You know, kids don't like to read. And I'm like, but this is what our culture and our society is. Yeah. When our society collapses, the archaeologists of way, way over the when, this is what they're going to need it's to see. It's the only thing they're going to have left exactly. to learn from the past. To yeah. know yeah. what our society and our culture was like. For How sure. do you think we learned about all those ancient civilizations? Exactly. Art. Was, that's the only thing we art, have left. Their is stories. You got it. You got it. You know, that's, that's what they have. Yeah. And we're killing that. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I feel, I feel like we're doing a little bit better job yes. post pandemic than we did pre. I will. Yeah. We got so. It, it, you don't Wait. realize how caught up in mm-hmm. just the daily bullshit we got caught up in. Oh. oh shit! I think that should be good. You don't realize. Oh yeah, it looks like it's looks like it's good. Like you don't realize how much we got caught up in just the daily BS, the daily shit, just your the rat race, right? And then post pandemic, it's like. It, like I mentioned earlier, you don't realize how valuable your time is. We're putting it toward things that are meaningful to yeah. us again. Things that we like to do, not just things that some other company make you do or something. We're standing but, up for ourselves yeah. against, you know. But it's ever-growing work. It's, yeah. it's still a constant fight because it is, you will always have the forces that are just kind of like, it's not important, it's meaningless, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, it's like art is going, art is the foundation for our, just as, as humans, right? Like yeah. expression, how... How can we express with the tools in front of us and, you know, and yeah, I mean, you're never, ever, you are never going to see a house and you are never going to see a business that doesn't try to decorate or use art in some way. Exactly. Never. You're never going to walk into a restaurant and everything's going to be completely bare with the exception of the tables. Exactly. 
That that business is not going to get any money. No. It's not going to be open for that, that during I would, long. I'd be like, dude, this place looks weird. I'm yeah. getting the heck out of here. It's like, a feel. It's a vibe yeah. when you go into places, you know? Even exactly. if it's Even just lettering is, is art, mm-hmm. you know? Some of the work that like Leo Gomez does, right? Yeah. It's like, dude, this is this is more than art and letter. This is, you know, it's art, it's lettering, it's signage, it's logos, it's, it's all in one kind of thing, right? It, it's even yeah. even simple things like that, and right? And you're also kind of bringing in like a kind of like like clergy, like that like went away for a long time and is now it. coming back. You got it. Like, I was I was wondering. It's like because we don't have kids, I'm like. Do kids still learn how to write cursive no. in class anymore? Like I remember at the top of our desks. Yes. You had that you little have the that, print and yeah, you have the yeah, yeah, with the lines in like you stay in the dotted line for lowercase letters and you stay yeah yeah yes. I remember those on our desks and I'm like do kids still do that? When anymore? I was in seventh grade in my English class, I was required to write in cursive. If it was in yeah. print, he wouldn't grade it. I remember yeah exactly. There was a point I think we learned cursive in like fourth or fifth grade, sixth seventh it was it had to be cursive. It was on paper. And then by high school, we're starting to do a little bit of things on the computer, and I'm saving work to random three and a half inch floppy disks and shit. Like it's, I, mm-hmm. I'm like aging myself, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. And no, now kids don't know cursive. It's crazy. You know, and like at the end of the day, like that might be one trait. Like, do schools really need to teach that? Like, if you really want to teach your kids at home, like you can. You know, like there's some things I feel like, look, we can take out of schools. Beautiful handwriting nowadays, to me, if you have beautiful handwriting in 2021, great cursive, that's art to me. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh my God, like you, wrote, it's like you wrote this by hand and it looks like it's like printed on a, it's like, dude, this is beautiful, right? It's like, mark my words. I'm left-handed, my, my handwriting, it looks Arabic. My shit is not pretty looking. It sometimes is even tough to make out, but it's, you know, yeah, so I appreciate it. Super nice handwriting. Mark my words, there will be a day when we will not teach handwriting anymore i i wonder that right it's like there will are be. we even at a point now because of the it's it's on kids Every, are typing everything kids do they school even and they have a tablet to do their work i know i know like kids don't even like bring pencils like i run an aftercare program and kids would be like can i have a pencil i'd be like why don't that's you the have, craziest thing why I don't you have a pencil and they're the, like we're not required to bring pencils to school how crazy is that they don't they don't even carry pencils bro like you know what else i wonder i wonder blew about? my mind I wonder, do kids, I remember when computers were being introduced to schools, we had in elementary school, late elementary school, typing classes, and it's like, I'm aging myself Mm -hmm. here, it was a blue screen with just prompts that you had to type, but you had your home row keys, and you had to learn how to to go around without looking at the keyboard and learn the keyboard, and now I don't look at my keyboard, I I still follow my home rows a little bit, but most of the time, it's as long as you have a mental understanding Mm -hmm. of your keyboard, you don't need to really look. And you can type 70, 80, 90 words a minute, whatever it is. I guess that might be a lot, I don't know. But whatever it is, right? I was wondering, I'm like, do kids even get taught that anymore? Like proper typing on a keyboard. And it's like, if they use iPads, there's no reason for them to no. learn how to type. There's you not. Know. So they probably single finger it a lot, you know? You know, or, or on their phone, yeah. Kind of like, you know, like, yeah. I've there's... seen kids text without looking at their phones and it's like, that's crazy to me. Like, but there's going to become a point too where everything's voice text or you're sending voice memos I'm all, we're already at the point sending people text messages through just voice memos yeah i know yeah. like dude what is your best art tip for someone that may be trying to like really start out artistically sure um my work because my my work is more geometric clean lines straight mm-hmm. lines i'll give you a tip that helped that has really helped me okay for clean, 
crispy lines on walls of any texture. I mean, besides like something crazy, like stucco or something. Like mm -hmm. if you if you have a wall like with very light texture, or just no texture at all, and you want to have a clean line without having to go through and clean up the little bit of bleeding that goes under the tape. Once you put the tape on the wall, paint over the tape with the color that's already underneath the tape. Okay. So what happens is you bleed the paint that's already on the wall under the tape. It seals the tape to the wall. And then you put whatever color you want on it, and then when you pull that tape down, it's gonna be the cleanest line you've ever seen because you've already sealed it with the paint that's already underneath it. Okay, so like if it's white, you would just put white over there. If you've got a white wall and you put, yeah, you're doing like some geometric shape or whatnot, uh -huh. put the tape up, paint over that tape with the same white that's underneath it, and then let that dry. It'll seal the tape from any more bleeding happening under it, under it, and it'll kind of crisp out the line for you, yeah. Some people use, I use paint because it's easier. Some people use caulk. So like, okay. so like, like they'll get a caulk gun and they'll actually like, um, like the caulking that's around like your, your sink or your baseboards yeah. and stuff. Some people will get light caulk and they'll seal the tape on the wall with caulk. That sometimes takes a little bit of work for me. Like it's, I've done that it, I've done like it before. I've done it before, but it's like, it's kind of a headache a little bit. Um, but the easiest thing for me is just paint. It takes a little bit more time, but your lines will come out so clean and people are like, people will give you compliments on how clean those lines are huh. yeah would that work with stencils it should actually it does for me it does for me because i create my own stencil sometimes so i will put i'll kind of craft a, or do a stencil over top of if i'm putting like a logo on a wall like a mm -hmm. business or something yeah um instead of getting a stencil made i will project onto the wall put tape over top of where the projection is going to be and then i will take the time and cut out oh wow the stencil from the tape and then from there, I'll paint over it with the color that's already underneath and then pull it off. And yeah, you can, so you, it can technically work with stencils. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Because mm -hmm. that was my, like, I use, I use stencils for most of my stuff, you know? Um, and yeah, it's like trying to, like, I thought it'd be so easy to stencil. No. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. There's a whole system to it. And I had to go learn the, the system. Yeah. And I go, but I'm going to try to use that with stencil. Yeah. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing beats having a good free hand, mm -hmm. being able to cut a line or something like that. But, yeah. you know, I, I was talking to Chad Mize about it before Shine, and it's like, um, it's like, why not use the tools? Why don't you use the tools available to you to make your work as perfect as you want it to exactly. be? Exactly. Like, you don't have to freehand everything. No. If the tools that you have can make your work 10 times better, use those tools. You know, why go against it, right? And so early on, I would kind of feel, I, I don't know how to put it like better, like I would feel less than, or mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not a real artist, quote unquote, because it's like, all I'm doing is putting tape up and then pulling it down. But it's like, that's just a tool exactly. for my work. And I had to, it took time for me to realize that, like to kind of come to that point where it's yeah. like, okay, like this is a tool that I can use. And like projectors are a tool, a doodle grid is a tool. Um, whatever you gotta do yeah. to make your work Works work smarter, for you. not harder. That's that's it. That's it. You know, like if it's gonna work doing this, it's gonna take less time and it's gonna make it easier for you and cleaner. Yeah. Freaking use it. Yeah. Like. And some people are like, so some people are like, don't give away all your tricks. Don't give away all your tips. Don't give yeah. away all this information for free, or else people will use it 
and they'll, you won't get paid to do what you do, right? And I tell them the opposite. I'm like, I'm not worried about that because I understand what it takes to do that. I said, I could give everybody detailed instructions, one through 50 on how to make a clean line on a wall, whatever, you know, paint this mural, but are they gonna take the time to execute those 50 steps the way they oh, need to yeah. be done? And I know the answer is no. Nope. I will though, I can. So that's, so it's one of those things that's like, I don't mind giving people the information because once they realize, they can take that information and try it themselves and then they'll be calling me two weeks later to fix it for them because it's like, we tried, but we didn't realize how difficult it was. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, that's cool. You know, I can, I can help out. So that's kind of another thing. It's like, I don't mind sharing with folks because if you have the hustle to take that and execute it the way it needs to be executed in order to look done, look well done, then you've done it. Then that's perfect. Exactly. That's perfect. You know, most people won't. And I like to think too, like, you know, like pass down the knowledge. Like you got you're it. not immortal. You're not going to be here forever. Like yeah. why do your talents and your style of art need to die with you? You got it. You know, pass it down. I would reach out to folks early on for just, a, I would see something that they do and I'm like, dude, that looks really cool. Like, let me, let me DM them and ask them about, you know, how did you create this or how did you do that? Some people very open to sharing. Yeah. Others, so tight-lipped to the point where they're like, I can, if you want to pay me, I can give you a class or something. You know, nothing against the hustle because if you can sell somebody on mm -hmm. on that, absolutely. But I'm just like, at that point, I was just like, I can figure it out myself, right? So yeah. I play around with it at home in random things on random walls in my house until you can perfect it and figure it out. And then it's like, I'm ready to take this out in the wild, put it yeah. on businesses, put it on homes. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Share the knowledge, you know, it's just kind of like, we're gonna always need artists. Exactly. And so if, and if like the amazing artists of our times are not sharing or teaching or, or being willing to just pass on that knowledge, like it just all goes away. Yeah. Why? Yeah. People have uh, people have started to reach out to me. It's kind of crazy. I got an I got asked to be if they wanted if they could be an apprentice, and I'm like <gasps> I'm like dude, that's and oh I was God, I'm like I'm like I'm so it. honored I'm honored and I don't know how to I don't know how to I'm like I've never been approached with this. What I don't want to say no. Boost. I don't want to say no, but it's like at the point I'm like. I feel like I might still be in apprentice territory, mm -hmm. right? But it's like if people are looking up to me like that and I'm like, I will do what I can for you to share my knowledge, share my tips. If you see me at that point and at that level, I absolutely love it. It is a confidence mm -hmm. boost, but it's also, it, it's like, it's like I'm going to take my time to show you and help yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Like, can you imagine if like the tattoo artists that first started at tattooing never passed down their knowledge or their skills? Exactly. We, there would no where, would, where would we be? The amazing tattoo artists of today, that all came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Grandpa had to show dad, had to show their their, their son or daughter yeah. who is now out here crafting. Tattoos yeah. nowadays are insane. I know. Um, and, and, you know. And it starts with that American traditional grand, great grandpa, the Navy sailor who's yeah. got the simple work he got on the boat or whatnot. And it, without passing that knowledge down mm -hmm. or being willing to share your tricks and tips it, it, it's never gonna grow it's never gonna go anywhere. yeah it's yeah. never gonna develop like it's just like share your knowledge yeah you know um yeah. that's just like my philosophy is like knowledge is power pass yeah. that shit around you got it you got okay it. there is nothing wrong with everyone being powerful together yeah okay then we can just take down the people who want to use it bad exactly i feel like you know it we the, the last generation our parents generation it was it was very I, know, I hate to use the word cutthroat, but it's like it's every man for themselves. You got to worry mm -hmm. about yourself, and you got to get what you got to get, yeah. and that's it, right? We still have a lot of that mindset here in this country. I feel like, but it's it is shifting a little bit where we are starting to try to be more collaborative mm -hmm. with the folks around us and just communities, building communities, yep. right? 
sharing common knowledge it's valuable you know it's valuable it's uh, i think that's what makes a powerful community you are 100 percent correct thank you so much for sitting down and having this conversation thank with you us for having i know we went thank on some random me. tangents but i love them i do love them the best the best conversations happen in those random those random side moments for I sure know. for sure but I, I i appreciate you guys thank you so much for so, having me it has you. been it has been a pleasure of course we hope to see more from wayward walls for sure yeah got some got some stuff coming up you know some some fun things and then and again just still hustling trying to get trying to get more yeah. trying to expose my little geometric abstract world to to more more folks, more homes, more businesses. Exactly. And, you know. Keep hustling because we, we like what we're seeing. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. Make sure you check out our guest info in the bio if you like what you heard today as well. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.